Hello and welcome to the Sixth Comms podcast with me, Lisa Partridge. In today's episode, I'm going to share how I came up with the six C's of effective communication, what each one means, why I think they are important now and how they can be used. Let me start by sharing a bit about my background. From a very young age, I was fascinated with people, how they behaved and communicated with one another. In fact, one of my favourite places to be was the airport. I found it so interesting to see all the people, imagining where they had come from and where they were heading. I actually really wanted to work in an airport, but I didn't get the opportunity. Funny to think that years later, I ended up delivering communication skills training to the cabin crew who work for the best airline in the world, which is, of course, Singapore Airlines. With this curiosity in people and how they behave, it was not surprising that I studied English literature and psychology at university. For a long time, I wanted to be a teacher of children with special needs, but the desire to travel the world was too strong. So I decided on a career as an English teacher and went to Japan to teach after graduating. I then taught in Italy, Germany and London before relocating to Singapore in 2009. In the last decade, I have moved into corporate training, focusing on communication skills development. When delivering professional writing workshops, I observed how useful it was for learners to have an editing framework, the six features of effective writing. I wanted to rethink this and ask myself the question, what are the six essential ingredients to communicate effectively now? I came up with compassion, connection, curiosity, clarity, customization, and consistency. I then realized as I communicated these to other people, that these were in fact my values, the way in which I like to design learning experiences, how I like to show up when facilitating and how I try to communicate with myself. I confess that communicating with myself in a compassionate way can be a bit of a struggle, but I think with the support of good friends, coaching sessions and a lot of self-reflection over the years, I am getting better. So let's start with compassion. What is it? Well, I like to think of it as a formula. That is empathy plus a desire to help plus appropriate action equals compassion. So the first step is to empathise and that is to take another person's perspective and try to feel their emotions in a given situation. Then compassion is when we take those feelings and perspective, are moved enough to help And this can lead us to take action to help that person. But in order to be compassionate with others, we must be compassionate with ourselves first. This means saying kind things to ourselves, recognising when we are finding something challenging and acting on this to ease or overcome the challenge we have recognised. So I'll now share a personal example of self-compassion in action. I recognise that I can become easily distracted and sometimes a week goes by and I'm not sure what I've achieved. This leaves me feeling very frustrated. So I recognised I needed some support 
And so I reached out to a friend of mine and asked her if she would be interested in becoming accountability buddies. What that involves is every Monday we email each other our weekly goals and every Friday we catch up on Zoom to share and more than that, celebrate each other's achievements. It has been working out really well so far and I get to the end of the week feeling a lot more positive. Our ability to communicate compassionately with others starts with us and then we can have the space and energy to be compassionate with others. This is in fact true for all the six C's. So let's turn to the next one, connection. I feel that this is closely linked to the third C, which is curiosity. As I said, I've always been really fascinated by people and how they speak and behave with one another. That's why I love traveling so much to experience how others live. If you are genuinely curious, you will naturally ask a lot of questions. And combining this with a desire to connect with someone is a winning combination for having meaningful conversations. You are certainly more likely to find common ground. When I think of curiosity, I think of my children looking at me with wide eyes and constantly asking me why. This exploratory nature that we have as children seems to fade in adulthood. But to communicate in this open discovery way will pull others towards us and make communication a lot easier and a more enjoyable experience. Let's turn now to clarity. Yes, we need to be clear about the purpose of the interaction and what outcomes we would like to achieve. I recommend aiming for three key takeaways. It is equally important to be clear on who we are communicating with. Once we know that, we can customise what we are saying to best suit the other person's style, preferences and priorities. Communication, after all, is a two-way process. It's not just about what and how we want to convey our message, but also how attentively we listen to the responses and non-verbal cues we receive. If we are saying we are genuinely curious about what someone thinks, but we don't really listen to their point of view and consider it when making a decision, there is some inconsistency there. This inconsistency in what we say and do can quickly cause a communication breakdown as trust is lost. So consistency, the last of the six C's, is crucial to. Okay, so I have shared how I came up with the six C's of effective communication, what each one means and why they are important. But how can they be used to help you develop and hone your communication skills? Well, over the last six months, my followers and supporters have shared how they have been using the six C's. I would like to add here that these six C's can be used flexibly and can be interpreted in a number of different ways. Not all six need to be used all at once. You can pick and choose the ones that are most helpful and relevant to you and your context. This flexibility and agile approach is, in fact, what all good communicators do. 
they think about the purpose and context and select the most suitable approach for the circumstances in front of them. Of course, still being open to change as the communication develops and the relationship and context changes. This flexibility and openness is required now more than ever as the platforms and channels that we are communicating through have drastically changed and the global context has been changed forever. The six C's have practical applications. I will share with you now three. Firstly, they can be used to structure your interview presentation. That could be building connection in the opening and focusing on curiosity, asking questions to gain an understanding of the interviewers in the closing. Secondly, you could use them as focus words to help you write goals. For example, if you were starting a business, you may like to use clarity as the area of focus and then your goal could be to be clear on what my values for the business are. And thirdly, you may want to improve your email writing skills by focusing on clarity, customization, and consistency of style. You could use these areas to focus on when editing and reviewing your writing before sending the email to your manager or customer. These are three ways in which the six C's can be used but I'm sure there are lots more ways and it is my hope that we will discover discover other ways during this podcast together. Thank you very much for listening. In next week's episode, I will be joined by Ambrin Ali Rizvi and we will be talking about how to create safe spaces for remote teams to connect. So please tune into that. If you would like to know more about Sixcoms, please visit our website, sixcoms.org.